0: Hey, this is Tom Matthews uh, from Return to the Living Dead as Freddy and uh, Tommy Jarvis in Friday the 13th Part 6, Never Hike Alone. And you're listening to Don't Go Out There Podcast. Take care.
1: In a world where zombies, ghosts, serial killers and vampires all exist it's nico brian mike and dustin and they are all that stand between you and the films that could end the world welcome to the don't go out there horror movie podcast welcome back everybody to the don't go out there horror movie review podcast just want to thank all our fans and listeners i really appreciate all support and we are joined today by another legend of the business with roles going back nearly 40 years. A man that needs no introduction to the horror community. Known best for the return of the Living Dead franchise. And of course, Tommy Jarvis in many Friday the 13th projects, including Jason Lives. Mr. Tom Matthews, it's an incredible honor to have you join us. How are you doing, sir?
0: Oh my God, it's a pleasure to be alive and kicking and uh, a <clears throat> pleasure to be here on the show.
2: Oh, absolutely. Um, Mr. Matthews, we always like to start our interviews, you know, kind of by asking, can you tell us a little bit about how you got into acting? Um, You know, you stated before in the past that it was something you rather fell into.
0: Yeah, literally, I was, uh, you know, just out of high school kind of floundering, not knowing what I wanted to do uh, with my life. Uh, In high school, I took all the, you know, work experience classes and They have a whole laundry list of things to do. Uh, Acting was not one of them, so it wasn't even an option. So I got out of high school, just kind of doing different things. And then uh, a girl I was dating at the time, she said, why don't you become an actor? And I was like, that's what I'll do. So uh, I started studying. I started studying acting. It was about... Three years, I guess, before I started, I broke into commercials and and things like that and got uh, Return of the Living Dead soon after that. Uh, Obviously, one of the biggest films
3: and most beloved roles you're known for came early on in your career when you took the role of Freddy in The Return of the Living Dead. Can you talk a little bit about your experience working on that film and you developing
0: such a lasting friendship with James Caring? Yeah, it was, uh, I mean... I was just so happy to be working and uh, I've come every day that goes by. I just, you look back on it and and it was really a special project to be on and a special environment uh, that Dan O'Bannon created for everybody. We did have the luxury of being able to rehearse for two weeks. So that was very, uh, you know, bright on his part. Uh, It helped a lot for the kids to get to know each other and, and me to get to know Jimmy Cairn and, and, and Don calf a little bit, um, and uh, yeah, it was just uh, you know it's it's always going to be my favorite and probably the near and dear to my heart role uh, that I that I that I played. Uh, not only for the character, because as you know, you start off as a young innocent and then turns out to be a brain sucking zombie, which was kind of cool to play. And then uh, we did uh, part two, and on part two, they, they uh, wanted Jimmy and I to come back, and on that one, we found out we were born on the same day. So that was interesting, it kind of made a lot of sense why we got along so well. And we became fast friends, and we, we always shared our birthdays together, and I'd have them over for the holidays and things like that going forward. So we, be, we became very close, he took me under his wing, and he had some great stories. I mean, we were in the makeup chair together because most of our scenes were together. So he had a lot of great stories from New York uh, in plays and, and all, his, all his movie star friends that he had. He was just a uh, just really great guy. Great energy on the set. You know, he was just a positive force and loved loved acting and, and loved the people and just uh, unbelievable. I can't say enough good things about him.
2: Oh, yes, sir. Um, so Dan O'Bannon, the director on that film, you know, is such a legend of the business. I mean, Ridley Scott gets so much credit for Alien, but many would say O'Bannon is the uh, unsung hero of that franchise, writing that screenplay and everything and so many others. Um, how was it working with him on the set of Return?
0: Yeah, uh, Aliens, uh, you know, it's. I, I remember seeing it and, and, and not knowing that Dan had written it years later but you know it's a collaboration I mean there's a there's a written script which you have to have and uh, if it uh, excites your memory or or responses and things like that to make a movie then uh, you go ahead and do that but Ridley was you know responsible for the shooting of the movie and directing it of course Dan was uh, he was great like I said earlier he was uh, you know he had the foresight to have everyone rehearse, and he was also very gracious, because we did, did a little bit of improv you know. And it was always a, always a positive space and a collaboration, and uh, he always wanted to hear our suggestions, and we did a lot of them, uh, especially Jimmy and I. Uh, we ad-libbed a lot, a little bit. But I'd, say, I'd say probably 85, 85% of it was unscripted. Um, and uh, it was really great. I, I I remember being on the movie for like three weeks, and then someone had said no to me in my in my family. I think it was my mom. There's like that I hadn't heard no in three weeks, and it made me realize uh, what a collaboration it was. <laughs> Just not being yeah. shut down, ne- ne- never hearing the word no. So it was it was uh, it was a, it was an incredible experience.
4: Yeah, that's that's gotta be awesome. Dustin here. Uh, I just want to say, I know you're probably sick to death by now of ask or answering Tommy Jarvis questions, but I have to ask you about your time <laughs> on Friday the Thirteenth Part Six. You know, it's one of the most uh-huh. celebrated entries in the franchise. It's my favorite entry in the franchise. And we oh, had C.J. Graham on the show uh, before we actually reviewed the film. Can you talk a little about a little bit about how that role came about for you?
0: Uh, I was, <clears throat> I just. Uh, I, I I I uh, my agent sent over the script and uh, I read my scenes and uh, I auditioned for the casting directors and then they brought me back in to read for the producers over Paramount and basically that was that was it it was I think there was three or four other guys besides myself in the room <clears throat> and um, we read and you know I look a lot I guess. My coloring, well, all the guys were all the guys. Our colorings were the same. We're all blonde here and blue eyed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they ended up going to me, and I was very, very happy. You know.
4: Yeah, uh, that's got to be uh, got to be a, a, a cool feeling to you know have that honor of being cast in that role. I couldn't imagine it have gone to anyone else because you played it so perfectly. Uh, you yeah. know, when we had CJ on, we asked him what his favorite scene in the film was to shoot. Do you have a favorite
0: scene that sticks out? My favorite uh, scene in the home is the beginning before the credits. That scene just, I mean, just nonstop. Same. It's just amazing how they shot it and everything that's going on. The lightning, the rain, Jason, the maggots. It just, uh, we actually had a, a guy who, uh, we called, he was the maggot wrangler so those, <laughs> uh those people. Those, those Hollywood maggots can get out of control a little bit, so you got to have somebody uh, <laughs> wrangling the maggots in case one takes off in the wrong direction or something. <laughs> but yeah, that, that opening scene is, is one of my favorites. That was CJ's and, favorite, too. Yeah, the, the sheriff, the, the sh- oh, it was. Oh, great. I didn't know that. <laughs> uh, and the Sheriff's Death is probably one of my favorite in the franchise. Ah, very it, nice. Um, Unbelievable! It's a it's a it's a it's a simple gag. They just dug a hole. They had a guy bend over, and his, his torso was in the hole. And then the sheriff Dave uh, was uh, just standing in the hole. And then they put his jacket over him, and they bent him over backwards.
2: I mean, I saw that scene.
0: I saw that scene in dailies, and it worked great without the sound, without his back snapping. It just was so clean and uh, just gruesome. You know, I can't imagine being bent over backwards.
1: But you know, Tom, that's uh that was CJ's favorite kill too. No no joke. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, <didn't. laughs> no I think that's
3: a lot of I think that's a lot of fans' favorite kill. Like if you yeah. were a poll a majority of fans, I think that's a lot of people's favorite kill. So that makes sense to me.
2: <laughs> well, along those uh same lines, you know, there are been at least three tommy jarvis actors um you're obviously the actor most synonymous with it and and you were even brought back to play one of my personal favorite games ever uh, i'm not even a gamer but i actually bought a playstation 4 strictly for that friday the 13th game um can you talk about that project um and, and you know did you finally get a chance to work with uh kane as as jason it's so good you know, that I game is it. great <laughs>
0: yeah it's it's fun uh i we, we we got it when it first came out and my, my son was actually playing it um and then i got on a couple times and, and was able to not knowing the game at all i just was I i was a camper and i got killed and i was just watching everybody and then i became tommy jarva i became myself so <laughs> that was fun and then uh uh Went on to some 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 other camper killed me and I was outraged that that a camper could kill another camper, but uh, gun media gun media was able to stop that. Um, but uh, yeah, I I was my character was added after the fact because I didn't get to work with Tom or or, or Kane or anybody, <clears throat> and basically uh, they contacted me and and I said well I need to have some kind of superpower. And I guess they decided on the shotgun. And, um, I, I, you know, you got to die and then come back as me, which is kind of cool. I tried to negotiate with them. I said, okay, I want to I have 10 cents every time someone becomes Tommy Jarvis. And they didn't really go for that. <laughs> I thought it was a good idea. Uh, uh, but basically, uh, we went back and forth about my image. The first one. That they sent me was a guy with dark hair and a five o'clock shadow, and his face didn't look right. So we went back like six times. I kept sending them the corrected version, and they, we ended up what we have now. Uh, and the only other thing that I did, I just went in and, and uh, saw my image and added some uh, lines, uh, you know, like ADR, and just uh, laid down some lines and. Uh, mimic my voice and, and things like that to the character. Pretty simple.
3: Well I can speak for a lot of people when I say that's probably one of the better horror based uh, video games to make so it's cool that you got to be a part of that.
0: Um you know what it's it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty simple as far as but for some reason because Jason is always lurking I and mean, he's got that power that where he can travel quickly. It, you're always like on edge so you never absolutely. know <laughs> you know, it's kinda it's kinda cool. It's very suspenseful for uh being as simple as, as it is.
3: Absolutely. Definitely. Uh,
0: so last question about Tommy,
3: we promise. <laughs> uh Don't the worry. role is followed uh the role has followed you and you actually reprise it in, you know, a, a couple of fan films. Um Never Hike Alone and Never Hike in the Snow, which you know is a lot of our favorite Friday centric fan films. Uh, you know, you did some shorts based on those as well. Uh so did you get some? So you finally got some follow up on that character. So was there any talk at all about bringing you back for part seven? Uh, we had Laura Park Lincoln on the show, and she talked about what a mess production you know was for that movie. So was there ever talk of bringing you back again for wow. part seven in the role?
0: No, no. I never. I, I never got wind of it. They did. They did uh, use a clip on, from part six in part seven. I think in the beginning. But that was about it. I never, uh, you know, I just, it never made sense to me why they don't continue the linear thought of uh, any franchise to keep the same characters and, you know, whether they grow and they evolve into something else or they die or whatever. Uh, But uh, they decided not to do that for some reason. And uh, uh, no talk about me coming back in Part 7, no. And I did get involved in... uh, uh, Never hike alone, which was amazing. I love production that. I'm value. so glad you did that. Oh, the production value was so great, and that that just happened for me uh, very oddly. I have a really good friend I've known for 40, 45 years. He's a writer, and he has uh, he met met this person, and he found out uh, horror fan. He found out that he knew me, so over like. Six months, he said. He he's been torturing him to meet me, and he finally, out of desperation, he calls me up because would you please have dinner with me? And this guy Because "We're just uh, he, he she won't won't shut up uh, talking." About it. I said, "Sure." I said, "Sure." Anything for you. So we had dinner, uh, my wife and I, and uh, my buddy and his girlfriend, and, and, and uh, Barry was his name. And, and uh, during the course of dinner, he goes. Uh, you know, I'm executive producing on this uh, this fan film. Would you like to be a part of it? And I said, being nice, I said yes. But in the back of my mind, I said, are you fucking kidding me? A fan film? Come on. Because <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen a few fan films <laughs> that weren't very good. Uh, so I said yes. And, and, and I said, uh, well, send me the script. He goes, well, actually, we've, we've shot half of it because they would go up there every weekend for the last four months at, at that point. And so I said, sure. So he sent it over, sent it over the script, and I saw what they had shot, and it was amazing. It was The production value was great. The kid was great in it, very topical with the GoPro, you know, a hiking trail guy by himself, and he comes across the, the trail that's not on the map, you know, and gets interested and comes on... It was just amazing. The whole thing was just great. And him, him selling stuff, you know, for sponsors and things like that. It was just great. And uh, so we figured out where, you know, where I could fit in for what they had already shot. And uh, it was towards the tail end of it. And it, you know, we just kind of worked it out. And it worked out great, and just very happy to be a part of it. That's awesome. Uh, it's got so like sw- a million. I think it's got like two, almost two point five million views on YouTube. Anybody wants to see it? It's it's on YouTube. It's it's really worth worth a look. It's fifty two minutes, so you got to hunker down and get your popcorn, and, and you won't you won't be disappointed. I think it set the the it set the bar really high for fa- future fan films. <laughs> definitely, oh, I know.
4: Yeah, I was gonna say at least a handful of those millions of views have come from us on this show. So yeah, it's no. definitely
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely well made. Uh,
1: <laughs> uh, Tom, awesome. And Tom. I lost you. Like like borderline cringy and all. <laughs> Not the ones you were in, but I've seen some other ones that were god awful. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I've seen a yeah. few.
3: <laughs> hey, uh, yeah. uh, uh, oh, sorry, Dustin. Uh, Mister Matthews, ahead. I just had a, I have one more quick question for you. If sure. if 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 this franchise ever gets out of development hell, the rights get to the right people, and there's the right people involved, would you ever return to the role as Tommy Jarvis?
0: You know what? I think they should forget everything after six and do a continuation <laughs> six for the thirteenth one because you know yeah. Tom McLaughlin did a great job with part six. Absolutely. Look, as a direct, as a director, and you're directing a, a, a Friday the Thirteenth franchise, you have you have to kill people, right? That's a given. You have to have Jason, and so his story, what he wrote was. I mean, there's a little bit of a love story, and and there's tension, and mm-hmm. uh, then you got the third plays the the bumbling uh, deputy, and you know just uh, and it's shot beautiful. I mean, the lighting was fantastic, and how everything was shot was great. And you know, Tom's a real horror fan, and and the lightning bolt he was an homage to, uh, homage to uh, Frankenstein, and and then we had the Karloff supermarket. And there's a lot of lot of little hidden secrets of, uh, from past horror movies in there which was really really fun because tom's a true horror fan so he's the perfect guy and hopefully they'll bring him back uh, to direct uh us in uh, you know the final 13th one there we which go won't be the final one but it, would, <laughs> it would be cool that's what i
4: would do absolutely so uh to switch gears a little bit uh you know You've also acted in a ton of martial arts films, and I understand you also study martial arts,
0: correct? Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Yeah, I did. I uh my old, I have an older brother growing up and he would beat the shit out of me. So I started studying martial arts because <laughs> I said I'm gonna kick I'm gonna kick your ass. So that was that was my motivation for studying martial arts. And uh during the course of that, uh I got trained and and uh, did some uh, martial arts movie for Albert Pugh. Awesome. So, uh, you know, you and I never, I never, I never beat up my older brother. By the way. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll we'll let the listeners believe that. I I tend to think the way you led <laughs> off with that, I kind of think you got your revenge. But
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <No>. <laughs> so uh, you also have a movie uh, Warpath that came out this past year which was uh, such a hectic year with COVID and everything. Uh, was your production on things, including this film, halted Any uh, anything career-wise? Uh, were you affected too much by it professionally?
0: Well, Warpath we shot prior to the pandemic, so we just made it in under the wire. gotcha. gotcha. But uh, other than that, yeah, I mean, we were gonna make a sequel to Never Hike Alone, and that's still in the works. We're probably gonna shoot in September sometime. Vinny, Vincent, and I have been uh, in talks, and you know, trying to figure out a good game plan. Uh, and as far I mean, you know, all, all the productions shut down, so everyone's career. Look, if you're a, if you're a, a, an actor and you're a waiter in L.A., you're dead in the water, buddy. You, you, there's nothing going on for you. You know, uh, a lot of people have lost their jobs, or are or, are or not working, which is a tragedy um and uh, hopefully we'll be able to pull out this thing pretty quickly here because uh we just have to
4: yeah
3: I agree 100 I, I i'm ready that's all i can say um so just to gears a little bit we have a fun little question we started uh asking all of our guests once we had uh uh lisa wilcox on the show we've gotten a lot of crazy answers from a lot of different people so we try to ask it to whoever it comes on what is the craziest or weirdest or even best worst, you know, fan-related experience you've had at a horror convention or meet and greet or anything like that. We had genuine answers to Kane Hodder's nipples being grabbed. So answer however you'd like. Yeah,
0: that, that was me, though. I, I was pitching Kane Hodder's nipples. Lot. Uh, he's got some really nice nipples. I mean, come on.
3: He's, he's got a sultry voice, some nice nipples. He he's got a lot going on. <laughs>
0: Uh, well, the thing that shocked me the most, uh, when I was at a horror convention, probably, I don't know, six, seven years ago, uh, some guy asked me to sign his shoulder. I was like, okay. So I signed his shoulder. He he was, he, he had already had a bunch of tattoos and stuff. So I, I found a spot right above Gene Simmons, uh, or kiss the logo of kiss. So I signed my name and, it got slow at my table, so I like to walk around and see what the vendors are, have to, to offer as far as CDs and masks and different things and kind of support them. And as I was walking through, that guy was sitting down getting my name tattooed on his shoulder. Oh, my God. And I took a picture of it, and I sent it to my movie star friends and said, I bet you don't have one of those. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I said I've arrived. So that was that was probably the the most amazing thing that I've seen uh, in the moment. You know, there there there's a lot of people who have the uh, my death scene or um, the poster art. One guy has it on his back, or just my face in is the uh, zombie character, which is a lot of fun too. But that was it. Yeah, you know, getting my my name tattooed on his arm.
1: Yeah, that's got to be something else, see uh, somebody getting your name tattooed on them.
0: (laughs) Pretty wild. Yeah, my signature, you know.
1: Oh, yes, sir. Uh, Mr. Matthews, I just want to thank you for giving us your time. We're about to wrap this up, but, you know, I I had to tell C.J. Graham this story, so I'm going to tell you real quick. Uh, Jason Lives was the very first horror movie that I ever saw as a little kid. I was probably... Uh Six, seven years old when my babysitter oh my took God. me and my little brother. <laughs> yeah, took, uh,
0: I was gonna say it was a babysitter or a, a cousin or yeah, you know, an older brother. Yeah,
1: <laughs> no, my, my babysitter. Did you get t- oh, I was terrified. They took us to Blockbuster. Yeah. We got the VHS, <laughs> and I swear it took probably forty-five minutes to get through the opening scene because I was so scared of Jason. But uh, oh, we're wow. going in weird. the future we're gonna be doing a show where we rank our favorite, you know, opening scenes to a horror movie. And the the opening scene of this movie is going to be on my list because I yeah, love the opening yeah, it was, scene. It's, it's amazing. Yeah,
0: it was one of my favorite. It was, it was
1: just, uh, it's just amazing. Just it's got, moves it moves
0: like a freight train.
1: It's got everything. It's got atmosphere. It's got, you know, fear, uh, weather. It's got everything. And it's, it's an amazing opening scene. And I just yeah, want to thank you for okay. your portrayal as Tommy Jarvis because, uh, like Dustin mentioned earlier, it's his favorite in the franchise. And Jason Lives is my favorite as well. I I love it. Uh, Mr. Matthews, is there anything else you have coming up that you can discuss, or is there anything you like to promote uh, or tell our audience about? Is. Maybe well, shout I'm, out your I'm social doing, media or something.
0: I'll be in I'll be in Chicago this weekend uh, for Days of the Dead, and then we go to Vegas. And I mean, the the horror conventions are are gearing back up, so that's good. Monroeville. Uh, Gonna be over in England at the um, uh, what's the name of it? Oh, for the love of horror, over in England. So that'll be fun, and a bunch of bunch of others. But uh, yeah, we're just looking forward to gearing back up with uh, Never Hike Alone. I, I'm reading a couple. Of, uh, got offered actually a couple of, uh, scripts over uh, horror movies, believe it or not. And uh, so we're trying to work out the details, my manager and I. And uh, that's about it. Just keep trying to keep positive and, uh, you know, keep a, a good vibe out there. And I uh, just want to wish everybody well. And you guys, thanks for the support. It's just amazing. Uh, the horror fans are just uh, just amazing, loyal, and, and, and great fans. And I'm just glad to be a part
1: of it. Oh, absolutely. And sure. you're one of the most iconic, you know, characters and Absolutely. horror and slashers. Mr. Matthews, yeah, thank, thank you, you for thank your time. You. We really appreciate you joining us. Sure, guys. Absolutely, thank All right. you. Everyone take care. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. And I uh, just want to remind everybody to uh, don't
2: do Out There. The hands of fate from the midnight hour Behind this man-